Welcome to What's Up, Wellness from the Third Floor. This podcast is provided by the Wellness and Health Action Team, also known as WET, from Portland State University's Center for Student Health and Counseling, or SHAC. We're located in the Health Promotion Suite on the third floor of the University Center building on campus. Our purpose with this podcast is to discuss a variety of health-related topics in a way that will be accessible for a non-traditional campus. My name is Bella, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. My name is Josh, and my pronouns are they, them, theirs. And my name is Quinn. My pronouns are he, him, his. We're all members of the Wellness and Health Action Team, and we'll be your hosts for this podcast. Let's get into it. We're going to start our episode off by discussing the importance of pronouns. Here at Portland State, we are integrating the regular claiming of our pronouns as part of our culture. On mypronouns.org, they explain why it is important to respect these pronouns. They say, using someone's correct personal pronouns is a way to respect them and create an inclusive environment, just as using a person's name can be a way to respect them. Just as it can be offensive or even harassing to make up a nickname for someone and call them that nickname against their will, it can be offensive or harassing to guess at someone's pronouns and refer to them using those pronouns if that's not how that person wants to be known. Or worse, actively choosing to ignore the pronouns someone has stated that they go by could imply the oppressive notion that intersex, transgender, non-binary, and gender non-conforming people do not or should not exist. It is our responsibility as a community to respect our community members and to continue to create a culture of respect and empowerment for people of all genders. I also wanted to highlight how to add your pronouns to your Zoom name, since so many of us are attending PSU virtually. First, you will find how to edit your profile in the settings menu. When you have, please click on the button titled Edit My Profile. Next, find your name on the top of the profile editing page, then click Edit on the right side of your name. Now, add your pronouns to the end of your last name. And there you have it. Your pronouns should show up with your name on your next Zoom meeting. Let's talk a bit about the team that is pushing forward the care of our trans students and staff at Portland State, the SHAC Queer and Trans Care Team. This team is composed of four student staff members, including Quinn, who will be on this episode later, and seven professional staff members to create a team that is composed of and centers queer and trans voices for care. The Queer and Trans Care Team is responsible for understanding and implementing the healthcare needs of queer and trans students. They are the driving force pushing PSU toward the cutting edge of trans healthcare. The SHAC Queer and Trans Care Team's mission is to center student voices and bring those most marginalized to the forefront in an effort to provide high quality, affirming, and accessible care for queer and trans students. The SHAC Trans Healthcare Consultation Team uses an informed consent approach and follows World Professional Association for Transgender Health Standards of Care for Surgical Letters. Our goal is to reduce barriers to accessing services while also providing support around navigating both surgical and insurance requirements. If you have any question for Shaq's Queer and Trans Care Team, please email transhealth at pdx.edu. So I've asked Quinn to come on our podcast today to talk a bit about their experience as a Trans Portland State student and share a bit about um, the resources that they have. Hi, Quinn. Hey. 
nice <laughs> to be a part of the podcast in a different capacity. Yeah, thanks for coming um, on today. Um, so, can you tell us a bit about your journey as a trans man? Oh, yes, totally can. Um, to kind of condense it, it's a very long and winding journey, and it's of still ongoing. <laughs> but um, funny enough, uh, for for me, I grew up in a very uh, rural, very conservative, uh, like religious-based community, um, and I there it was gender roles were very, very heavily enforced and very like binary. Um, women were expected to be subservient and, and men could go off and do their own thing. Um, so it was, it was a very, very, I very quickly realized that something like wasn't right. Funny enough, I knew I was gay before I knew I was trans or that I could be trans. Um, just because again, like we're, we're in a society that is so dominantly like, these are your roles and your categories and this is how things going to like will be um and it's like it's still like it's still like perpetuates through my own like like narrative i've tried to like work around um i feel like a lot of us more binary trans folks or just trans folks in general try to talk about their story like very binary like i like trucks so i knew i was a guy um (laughs) which is like just reinforcing that same like binary stereotype but it's it's hard to like communicate and articulate like the differences that you feel um like 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 the that dysphoria and uncomfortableness like as a child without without leaning into those stereotypes because those are the reasons that you feel those things so um anyways as like a, a complex thing i um i just knew that like i i i was who i was and society wasn't seeing me for that way and not being seen like that hurt and i knew like who I loved and how I wanted to express that love. Um, and it wasn't fitting what the world was telling me I needed to be. And so it took me quite a while to before, until I met another person that had the same kind of, who also was like a gay, like transmasculine individual and was like, no, you can be feminine and and still be like a trans guy, um, which, is, which is silly like looking back now to like hear that and be like because of course you can be if you you are who you are you can be whatever you want to be but but that was such a pivotal thing for me um i i also needed to medically transition and i think that's worth like noting that like not every trans individual needs or wants to necessarily do like medical transition i want to yes i i i i had to start taking testosterone and i got um a top surgery to masculinize my chest um, and that's what I needed to do for me. And it has been some of the, it, it, they both, they both equally have saved my life. Um, and I'm, and I'm so, so grateful that I had access to that. But that's kind of, uh, I, I suppose like the gist of, of my journey. Fantastic. I mean, beautiful. Um, <laughs> thank you for calling out the systems that, um, really bring us down and make it hard for us to understand our transness. Of course. Um, so um, what do you love about being trans? And what do you love about the trans community? Yes. Um, so just to kind of like start off with like what I love about my own like like identity. Like what do I love about being trans? I, I think there's a lot of like hard, like very difficult things that come with it. Um, but it, it also is like such a like a blessing because like us trans folk have such a unique perspective on life. We've, I 
you 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 get to just experience life in such a different way that most of the population doesn't um and mm-hmm. and how like lucky that is to be able to have like that binary the veil of like the binary you know expression like lifted off of you and you're like oh wow everything is a little bit silly and it, <laughs> and it really it really is like a like a like a switch you really like wake up to things um i i think that that's very much um a, like a blessing in ways um it also has like made me so much more empathetic towards others because I know what it's like to not be seen by people um, for a very long time. And then the, the, the beauty and I don't know, just the, like, it's so, it is so powerful when you finally get to walk into a room and someone says the name that is your name and refers to you as who you are like that, like most people I think get to take that for granted. Um, yeah. And when you when you get to experience like you you really get to like value what it means to be seen. I think in terms of what I love about the trans community and the queer community in general is just um, how supportive it is. Um, yeah, there's we 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 have our skerfuffles and our disagreements, you know. <laughs> but like any group of humans is going to have that. But I feel like the queer community and and specifically the the trans community is is I have never experienced more unconditional love and support in my entire life. I had strangers I've from, I, like across the country that sometimes I just, we, we still just reach out to each other and like genuinely want to know, how are you doing? Are you like, okay, what can I, like what resources can I give you? And it's, and it's not out of, they don't expect anything out of it. It's just because they, they know what it's like to be where you are and they want you to, to feel, you know, love and like you belong. Um, so I think, I, I, I just think that we have such a, a like a, a beautiful, like ex- long distance extended family, but not everyone gets to experience. I think it's, it's a wonderful thing. Yeah, I, to- I totally agree. Um, so how does this guide the work you do in PSU? Yeah, I, I, I hear the phrase and I see the phrase thrown around all the time. Um, the, you belong at PSU. Um, <laughs> And I, I love, I love it. It's great. Uh, but I, I really think that the you, that's not, there's, there's no definition. It's just, you, you are who you are and you belong here. And I really, really knowing how much being seen, um, just as, as you are can impact a person. I, I really try and keep that as like one of my main focuses, um, with like, you know, the work I do here. And then, you know, later on in my, like the work I want to do later on in my life, um, I just, I, I want to be able to make sure that within this institution that we create spaces that are able to have people be seen for who they are and, and treated with the respect that they deserve. Fantastic. Can you tell us about a bit about the work that you do in PSU? Yeah, so um, within SHAC, um, the Center for Student Health Counseling, I work both as a Wetster, so a peer health educator, and then I also work at the front desk. So I, I do all your scheduling appointments and checking in and all that kind of good stuff and distributing some resources. Um, within the trans, um, uh, the queer and health, queer and trans care team, oh, losing my ability to talk. <laughs> um, I work as a student staff representative. Um, so what, um, I try and do is I'm, I am only one trans person, so I can only speak for myself, but I try my best um, while I'm in my jobs and, and out in the community to keep my ear open um, and just kind of keep a, keep a pulse on like what people are talking about and like needing and try and communicate um, both 
those student experiences that I hear and my own personal experience to the committee to make sure that we're, you know, being the best resource that we possibly can. That's awesome. Um, so can you tell us a bit about um, the queer and trans care team? Um, what is their mission? Yeah, for sure. So there's, um, I'm a member of the queer and trans care team um, and our mission and, I'll, and I will read it to you verbatim is to center student voices and bring those most marginalized to the forefront in an effort to provide high quality affirming and accessible care for queer and trans students. Um, so what we try and do um, is we're kind of, there's um, kind of our cousin uh, committee that we also have is the queer and trans healthcare collaborative um, the co clinical consultation team. So they work on like the logistics, like they're the, they're the providers that sit down and um, actually like, they know like the psychology like boards and all of the like medical boards and they deal with like the nitty gritty clinical work. Um, we do more with like, um, uh, like, in, like policies and procedure, like, uh, like institutional like policies um, and procedures and talking about like how, what we can change internally at SHAC um, to help people. Um, awesome. Um, so how can, you've talked a bit about how um, the queer and trans care team um, supports trans students. Can you tell us a bit about how we can support that team? Yeah, absolutely. So um, we have, there's a document, um, you can find it on the Shack website, and I think that we'll have it in the description of this episode. Yes. Um, that goes, kind of goes over like uh, a lot of resources and information that we've like compounded. Um, it's, it goes over like surgeries and like hormones and all that stuff. And like, it's, it's there if people want it. Um, at the very bottom of that page, we actually have, there's like a, um, like a feedback form. Mm -hmm. So you can give us feedback directly on that resource or just ask us like questions um, on there. If there's like something like trans or queer related that you want us to like look into more or try and like push for it's, it's there for you to let us know like how to guide our work. Um, the other thing, and this might be closed by the time this episode airs, but I know it's something that we're wanting to continue to do. There's the queer and trans healthcare um, collaborative visualization sessions that we're doing. Mm -hmm. um, we have that listed. Uh, we've, promoted it through campus well and a few other of our uh, the resource centers on campus what it is is it's a it's a visualization session um, so kind of like a focus group um, the students that participate are being um, we're, are being um, like I think there's gift cards um, for Amazon being given out for as a thank you for their time mm -hmm. and during those visualization sessions what we're trying to do is just kind of like just really really like sit and hear from the students like what what do you need from us? Because we, we can speculate and do our best, but we don't know what we don't know. Um, mm -hmm. um, and it, so if there's stuff that we can improve on, like we want to hear it and we, we, we want to do more. Fantastic. Um, so what has your experience um, been using Shaq services as a trans person? Like from so, that end, you know, as opposed yeah. to like the behind the scenes. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. I, so I, I think... Um, just, I want to like express that, that I, I acknowledge that my experience again is, is only my experience. Um, so if, if other folks have had alternative experiences to mine, I, I don't want to like invalidate those, um, or like, I'm, I, I understand, um, I'm just speaking from where I've come from, but I actually started my medical transition at Shack, um, and I came in that, to that appointment, I was like, 
honestly, I was kind of ready to fight uh, because I, <laughs> I, I, and I'm sure a lot of other like queer folks can like understand like a, a lot of times when you're like coming to resources that you need, you have to like, you really, really have to fight for it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the appointment, I told the provider, I was like, look, I'm trans. I need to start hormones. How are we going to make that do it? And I was like, uh, again, I was like ready to fight. And they were just so calm and collected. And they're like, okay, like, I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Um, I'm going to give you like resources. You don't have to take them if you don't want to, but um, let, let's go for it. And they, they didn't try and they didn't pull the, oh, are you sure? Or like anything like that. It was just like, okay, you're, you're here. This is what you want. This is how we're going to help you get it. Um, and they helped me get resources to out of the community. Um, and I've had like, like wonderful experiences from the referrals that they sent me to. So even if, um, as it says, a person that has outside insurance and not the PSU insurance, um, if you don't want to go through the route at Shack, they can help you get established elsewhere. Um, but a lovely thing when I, I broke my arm over the summer and so I couldn't do my own injections because <laughs> it was with my dominant hand. Um, and so I was able to get help from the nurses there to be able to continue my medication, which was like, it's such a big deal. So I know if, if folks have like, like anxiety or fear around doing like their own like injections, if they need, need to do that, or, you know, like something like that happens where you like hurt yourself and you, and you just can't do it by yourself. Like, it's like Shaq is a resource to be able to help you with those needs. So. And that's really cool. Yeah. The, the nurses are wonderful and supportive. So. <laughs> that's, that's fantastic. I, I didn't even know that you could get help with like, um, even like taking your medication through Shaq. Mm-hmm. Uh, so can you talk a bit about um, a bit more about how Shack supports its trans students? Yeah. Um, so I, I think it's important to, to note that, well, yes, like PSU is ranked one of the best universities in the country for like queer and trans healthcare. And we've, we've come a long way and we do a lot. There is so much farther that we need to go and we need mm-hmm. to continue to like work and grow. Um, all of the resources that we have and the resource, like, you know, uh, folder that, uh, the page that we have of resources listed is ever growing and continuing to grow um, because we, we, we acknowledge that we need to continue to keep doing better. Um, uh, there's um, a lot of different varieties of support that Shack offers. So through the counseling services, there's both like individual therapy um, as well as like uh, queer like group support groups um, that you can like go to if that's something that you need. Um, the counseling services can also write letters for surgery. So again, if surgery is something that you feel like you need for your transition, they can help you get those letters um, to the surgeons that you need them to get to, which is which is incredibly helpful as someone who, who didn't realize that at first and had to spend way too much money <laughs> to get those darn, <laughs> those darn letters. <laughs> oh, wow. it's, a, it's, a really, it's a really useful tool, so it, go for it. Um, on the healthcare side, like I had mentioned with my own personal experience, um, they can help you with like your medication um, and getting you that prescription. They can do, um, we can run blood labs there. So if you need to get like levels checked, they can do that for you. Um, If you just, just like healthcare in general, if you want to come to a clinic, like if you need like a physical or um, other like STI testing or something, then you're just worried because that can be so horribly uncomfortable and nerve-wracking um if if you want to just come to a clinic that has that you know has experience working with you know queer folks um we're there for that um and we also have the resource guide um and like i had mentioned um in terms of like 
because sometimes it's like there's so many like acronyms and names for things and you just don't know what you want or need. Um, it, it can be there as kind of a starting point. That's great. Um, a lot of support. Um, so for our last question, um, what advice would you give to a trans student seeking community or resources at Portland State? Oh, I, the lovely thing about us queer folk is, is we definitely have that like, like a sixth sense to kind of like see each other. So I feel like, um, of course there's the QRC, there's the other like, like that has like readily accessible queer resources right there. Um, and they're lovely and wonderful. And there's so much other support, like you could do a whole other podcast, um, like episode about uh, the resources that they offer. But um, I think just if find like what passions drive you. Um, so if it's like a club or a, like a, another resource center or something, and and you'll find folks there. Just know that the that again, like what I said before, is that the like that I, the things that I love about this community is that people are just the unconditional love and support is is there. Um, so if if you if you need it, like just just reach out to to somebody and and we're, we're there for you. Well, fantastic. Thank you so much for being a part of this episode, Quinn. Absolutely, thank you for having me. Yes, um, you've provided a lot of information and I really hope that our listeners um, can really take what you've been saying to heart because um, we have um, the, we have a lot of resources. We have um, the opportunity to succeed um, in a way that we often don't get. So um, yeah, every listener, please take advantage of a lot of the resources Quinn's mentioned. And and keep pushing for, for new ones too. Yes, yes, um, definitely. Well, thanks again, Quinn. Absolutely. Now let's shift our focus to Shaq's Transgender Healthcare Resource Guide, created by the Queer and Trans Care Team. This was created as a tool for trans students and staff to have the information they need to transition or just maintain their health. The resource guide is an ever-evolving document and covers everything from patient rights and responsibilities to community providers and resources. Let's take a look into some of the resources Shaq's Transgender Healthcare Resource Guide provides. Firstly, Shaq is a resource in and of itself. To schedule a telehealth appointment with one of Shaq's trans health team health service providers, please call 503-725-2800. The Queer Resource Center is a great place to get assistance with PSU name changes, finding community, accessing resources for student life, and student incident support. You can reach them by phone at 503-725-9742 on their website at pdx.edu slash queer or by email at qrc at pdx.edu. The QRC also manages SAGE, the Sexual and Gender Equity Task Force. Their mission is that SAGE provides leadership and advocacy as the initiative-based action team for the inclusion of underrepresented sexual and gender identities and expressions at Portland State University. They can be contacted through the Queer Resource Center. Student legal services can be accessed by trans students to legally change their name, file reports about bullying or assault, and get assistance changing gender mar markers. You can reach SLS by phone at 
725-4556 and online at pdx.edu sls. Portland State's Women's Resource Center is a fantastic resource for people of all genders. The WRC can get you in contact with confidential advocates to unpack traumatic situations and can provide you with resources to develop a community and to maintain your health or well-being. They can be found online at pdx.edu slash WRC, over the phone at 503-725-5672, or by email at wrc at pdx.edu. Outside In is an organization that helps homeless youth and other marginalized people move towards improved health and self-sufficiency. If you feel as though these services can improve the lives of yourself or a loved one, please get in touch with them online at OutsideIn.org, over the phone at 503-535-3800, or by email at info at OutsideIn.org. The Q Center is a Portland resource that can connect you with jobs, healthcare, community, and queer-centered events. They can be found online at pdxqcenter.org by phone at 503-234-7837 or through email at info at pdxqcenter.org. The resource guide also gives information about crisis helplines such as Trans Lifeline, which is 877-565-8860, LGBTQ Suicide Hotline, which is 866-488-7386. Crisis Text Line, which you text 741-741. Or the Multnomah County Crisis Line at 503-988-4888. So I've asked my fellow Wellness and Health Action Team member, boots to talk a bit about their experience as a trans portland state student um so let's dive into these questions so boots can you tell us a bit about your journey as a trans person yeah well i didn't really understand or accept my trans identity until i moved away from home and out into portland um, where i met a lot of amazing people who helped me accept who i was and encouraged me um along the way to kind of like figure out how to be my best self. Um, throughout like high school and stuff, I'd experienced um, like some forms of understanding I was trans and exper experimenting with labels and identities, but never anything that felt like good and correct. Um, but then I moved out to Portland and I found some really, really good people, like a good community. And they helped me like figure out how I wanted to identify and encouraged me to do so. Um, they helped me figure out that like, I don't technically need any anyone else to tell me who I am. It's something I can figure out for myself and that there's no right or wrong way to be trans or right or wrong way to transition. Um, for me, I've been using they, them pronouns for almost three years and I changed my name about two years ago. Um, and so I feel like I've been moving forward in my like path of being transgender, even though there's no like start or end. It's all just like a constant 
sometimes changing identity that I have now and feel more secure in. Fantastic. So um, Boots, can you tell us um, what you love about being trans? Yeah, uh, the main thing I love about being trans is that it kind of forced me to understand myself better and to like look deeper into myself and figure out what kind of things I can do to make myself happy and to like live for myself. Um, I feel like before um, I came out and like understood that I was trans and like really accepted that, I was living how I thought other people wanted me to, even though I wasn't really realizing it. Um, but as I've like become more comfortable in my identity and I've thought more about like who I am and what I can do for myself, I've been able to do that for me. And I feel like if I didn't have that understanding and didn't have that need to look deeper into myself, I might have not found who I was exactly. Awesome. And what do you love about the trans community? My favorite thing about the trans community is how encouraging everyone is and how supportive everyone is. Like when I was first coming to terms with my identity, I'd have conversations with people and they'd be like, if you want to try out a new name, if you want to try out new pronouns, let me know. We can like figure it out together. Don't feel like you have to do anything. Don't feel like you can, can't do anything. You can be whoever you need to be and we'll all be here to support you and help you figure that out. And that was really important for me because I'd never experienced that before because I came from a small town. So like moving into a place where there are so many cool people, so many trans people who could help me like experiment with new identities was so important. Yeah, having that freedom um, is really powerful. I don't know how I could have um, progressed in the way I have, you know, um, in my trans yeah. journey without that. <laughs> so how have you found community while you've been in Portland? I feel like I kind of just stumbled into some community in my freshman year. I like met some really wonderful trans people and in becoming friends with them, I've met other friends through them and then like friends of friends. And I feel like the community just kind of came together. Um, my small trans community kind of just came together over the years and is still expanding. And I feel like I haven't done too much to like find the community, it's just there. And how have you been able to celebrate your transness at Portland State specifically? I have been able to celebrate my transness at Portland State by just so much support from so many different areas. Um, I feel like by having so many people around in so many different areas of Portland State, like uh, through housing and through my professors, I've been able to just live my like most authentic self. And even though like sometimes that changes from year to year, week to week, I feel like I'm always, I always have a place where I can live whatever that current truth is and that I'm supported at Portland State. <laughs> That's so great. Um, and it, has there been, are there specific places at Portland State that you um, feel that you're celebrated, whether that's even just like in friend groups or like, I don't know, just specific spaces? For me, I haven't been able to find a specific space that I feel is really for me. Um, there are a lot of really wonderful resources on campus, but I just haven't found one that feels like somewhere that I want to be and feel supported in outside of just 
uh, the community that I've made with my friends. Um, so just being able to like go out or stay in with some people and just like feel supported in that way has been really wonderful. Even though I can't, I haven't been able to find like a specific place at Portland State to feel myself. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, sometimes I mean your friends and your friend groups in that community is that space for you. And I mean, even if you're like for me, I've been able to find spaces with people at Portland State, even if, like you're saying, there's not necessarily a specific space that I feel like is for me. Exactly. So how has Portland State supported you and empowered you as a trans student? Honestly, in so many different ways. Um, I've had really supportive professors who go around the classroom at the beginning of every um term and want to make sure that all the students are comfortable and have the chance to like uh, say their name, their pronouns, and I've been really thankful for that. Uh, but also through my supportive roommates that I got through housing when I was living on campus, through my coworkers that I've had through on-campus jobs, and also through employers through those on-campus jobs, they've all been very supportive, and through the health resources. Um, the first place that I was able to like find resources for being able to like talk to a counselor or find a doctor were through Shack Counseling. And so I've been really thankful for all of the people there that have been able to help me like find resources in the community. That's absolutely fantastic. Um, Shack is a very important resource and honestly I'm so blessed to be a part of one of the only universities that has any sort of trans-oriented health care. <laughs> yes, me too. So what has your experience in your classes been like? My experiences in my classes have mostly been positive. Um, I've only had one or two experiences that were like truly negative and made me feel um, bad, but mostly my experiences with professors and with other students have been really wonderful um, throughout science classes and stuff like that and health classes since I'm a health major. Um, a lot of the professors talk about transness as a form of identity in biology classes or in other health classes to talk about how like the trans community is a community that needs support through health and exists in a scientific way. So it's just, I feel like just the acknowledgement through professors and the understanding through students has been really helpful. That's so awesome. So have professors respected your identity and facilitated empowerment through your co coursework? I would say that for the most part they have. I've had a few, uh, like, not necessarily negative, but weird experiences with professors. Mm -hmm. um, and like, kind of like well-meaning professors trying to educate about transness um, through their coursework, even if they weren't most educated. Um, so a lot of lot of effort being made, even if it doesn't always end up being the most accurate. That's awesome. And I'm glad that we you have like, they'll have students like us, you know, who are able to be like, oh, well, maybe you should adjust this language, you yes. know? Or, um, <laughs> uh, our last question is, what advice would you give to trans students seeking community at Portland State? My advice would be that there's a lot of supportive community at Portland State. Um, I found some community through housing and 
I was able to find resources and support through Shack when I needed that. And there are so many people that you'll meet in your classes. There are different like queer studies courses that have been really beneficial to me and being able to meet people. There's a lot of community at Portland State. Um, it just needs to have the chance to find you. And so I would say just find avenues that you are passionate about and try to meet people through there. That's fantastic. Well, thank you so much for being a part of this. Um, thank you. I, yeah, um, it's been really great to have you on. I'm so glad that I got to um, bring your voice into this. Um, it meant a lot to me and I really appreciate everything you had to say. Um, I hope that this, the rest of this term um, treats you well. Um, good luck with your finals. Um, Thank you so much. And um, yeah, thanks again. The celebration of our transness is a constant acceptance of who we are, how we express, and who we want to be. We can celebrate our transness alone, in a physical community space, or even online. I have gathered 15 ways to celebrate your trans identity, some of which you can do right now. Try out a makeup look with pink, white, and blue to show your trans pride. Listen to transgender musicians such as Sophie, Princess Nokia, and Angel Hayes. Attend one of the QRC's affinity groups. The Trans Women's Affinity Group is a powerful place for trans femme students. Take a photo shoot with yourself and admire the beauty of your transness inside and out. Donate to trans people in your community. A fantastic way to lift up our community is with random acts of financial contributions. Write a poem about your adoration of yourself. Put self-love into words. Try on a piece of clothing you haven't before, such as a skirt or a jacket that would make you feel cool. Watch trans-focused movies, such as Tangerine or The Death and Life of Marsha P. Johnson. Read into the history of powerful trans people who have paved the way for us to express ourselves. Get in contact with a trans friend and tell them how much you love them. Maybe have a virtual trans celebration together. Follow social media accounts led by trans people. Look into the work transgender activists are doing and figure out how you can support them and what they are working towards. Volunteer with the QRC. Queries is a fantastic program led by the QRC and allows you to sit on a panel and express your experiences. Read a book about the joy and power of transness, such as Fierce Femmes and Notorious Liars by Kai Chang Tom. Decorate your room or space with pink, white, and blue to show your pride. Maybe even wave a flag outside your home to show solidarity through community. As trans people, we have the opportunity to celebrate our transness by just appreciating ourselves and our community. Please let this list of suggestions inspire you to celebrate yourself and your trans identity today. We strengthen our community by first loving and empowering ourselves. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the What's Up podcast. We'll catch up with you on our next episode, which will be posted every Friday this term. While PSU has gone remote for the time being, we wanted to let you know that Shaq is still here for you. We are fully committed to the physical and emotional health and wellness of PSU students. 
please call ahead to use our health services for flu shots, free COVID testing, or general appointments at 503-725-2800. Counseling services are still available via telehealth, and you can schedule your appointments by calling that same number, 503-725-2800. If you are looking for more health and wellness resources, you can check out our online health magazine that gets sent to your pdx.edu email every Wednesday, or you can download the Campus Well app. You can also check out the virtual MindSpot experience to rest, relax, and rejuvenate wherever you have internet access. We will be including website links in the episode description. We also have a Google form that you can complete with any questions about health, shack, or anything we discuss in the podcast. You can find the link in the episode description. Thanks for listening and take care.